Well, welcome everybody. It's me, Tony Kid, and this is Reject Rundown in the booth, y'all. Now, y'all know what that means. Rejects in the booth, that's our sports show. And with a sports show, we can't do it without SG3, Zach DeMac. So, SG3, say what's up to the fans. What's going on, guys? It's me, it's me, it's SG3. How y'all doing, man? I miss you guys so, so, so much. Been a long time since we hung out, Rejects. That's right. Been a really long time. Now, hold yeah. on, let me introduce my main man, the man with more fur than face. Let me give it up, <laughs> Zachary Mack. Go ahead, brother. Yo, yeah. What's going on, gang? You know the vibe. You already know the vibe. We're out here getting to it. Getting mm-hmm. to the nitty gritty. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We're getting cutthroat with it. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you got your turtlenecks on. You know what I'm saying? We're coming for your neck. We're coming for everything, y'all. I don't care about it. Feelings aside, this ain't no CLB season. You know what I'm saying? This is straight sports season. The lover, Drake lovers, no Yes. That's time. That's time. Let's get into it. Yes. That's what's up. All right, guys. Well, first things first. Welcome back. Thank y'all for joining us. We got a lot of cool topics to talk about today. First thing we're gonna jump into, of course. Yesterday, Thursday was the first NFL night of the season. Week one, starting it off, kickoff. All I gotta say is, man, well, a hell of a game. It was Bucks beat the Cowboys, thirty-one to twenty-nine. All in all, it was a great game in my eyes. I saw a bunch of good plays, a bunch of bad plays. Uh, you know, all in all, either way, it was a good quarterback game. Brady did what he did. Dak did what he did. Um, thoughts on the game? SG three, you go. Dak looked good. Can we talk about the best? Dak looked good. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Start it off. Yesterday, man, for a guy coming out for 11 months without playing, hey, I'll give it to you, homie. Yes. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. You're showing the fact that you were worth the brink choice that they had to sign you for uh, recently. I agree. Now, you know what, though, guys? Let me ask you a question. Hold on. This goes to both of y'all. So, a lot, I've been reading a lot of things online where a lot of Cowboy fans have been sitting here and saying that they didn't feed Zeke enough. Now, me personally, I feel like, you know what, man, they, Tampa Bay was coming out for a gunsling. Right. Number one, number two, though, you got the front seven of Tampa Bay, man. They're lethal. They're deadly, man. You can't you can't run against them. It's really difficult to run. So my question is, do you guys feel that maybe this this this, this is my opinion now. This is my opinion. I feel that maybe Zeke last season when Dak went down, I don't feel like he carried he got the rock and carried the rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that last season, Zeke kind of was like, dude, Dak's my boy. Dak's going to do him. I'm going to do me. But because Dak's not here, I'm not going to show him up. So I feel that this year, that's why they're going to start using Tony Pollard a lot more this season than they did last season. Because it's like, dude, when we needed you, you weren't around. True. That's what I feel. It. Okay. I don't know about you guys. What do you guys feel about that one? Uh, Zach DeMack, what do you think? I'll let you go first. Uh, and the question is, as in as in Zeke, you said uh, Zeke as in, as in Karrion while Dak was gone? Right. No, no. Zeke, like, do you think that the Cowboys are no longer seeing as Zeke like that machine? Because if you remember, he used to have 15, 20-plus carries a game. Yesterday, yeah. how many he had? Not, not even seven, not even ten? And how long were they? They weren't even that long. They no. weren't even that long runs. They like 39, 39 total yards, if I'm not mistaken, or something okay, like that. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to say they're not they, They're not going to look at him. They aren't looking at him the same, especially the, the way that Dak came in. He played. Very, very well. Impressively, amazingly, the guy was head-for-head head right there with D. Tom Brady. So, yes. coming fresh off of a broken injury, ankle, yeah, that's impressive. Uh, you definitely, you took the throw to that, definitely. Um, 
it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, they're, they're definitely looking at Zeke differently, though, because that wasn't impressive, and you're supposed to be Prescott's back, you know, backbone, I think. I always looked at him like that. You're supposed to, when 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 Dak needs you the most and he hands that ball out to you, man, or even pitches it off to you, you got to do something with it. Yeah. And if you're not doing anything impressive with it, they're definitely looking at you pretty bad. And like you were, to add to your point, issue three, even while he was gone, they really didn't do much with Zeke. He really wasn't that impressive. So uh, he's definitely, I mean, even for me, I'm not even on the Dallas Cowboys team. But I'm still looking at him like, bro, you got to step something up. We got to see. This guy was Mr. Mean like, what, a year ago? Not even. His right? rookie year. His rookie like, year. Three, oh, look at that. And since then, we haven't seen you do not too much hot stuff. You definitely yeah. gained weight. You know what I'm saying? You definitely got a little slower. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that deck. I mean, uh, uh, Ezekiel, Mr. Elliot there. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I put it this way. Um, my two cents on it is, as far as Zeke yesterday, you can tell when they gave him the rock, he he tried to make a run and he got tackled like fast and quick. They got him out of there and they made they made an example of him of saying you cannot run the ball. So regardless if it would have been Zach or Tony Pollard, none of them really got a good running game in general. I think with Zach Martin, if I'm not mistaken, no, Zach Martin. Yeah, Zach Martin's the one that's missing at the moment at the right guard position where the leading running, you know, front lineman is him, according to the Cowboys. And with him not being there, I guess that may be the reason possibly why the run game isn't focused. But now that's just that's just what I hear on their end. Is that true or not? I don't know. It didn't look like it regardless because even at last season, the running plays wasn't flashy enough anyways. It, it felt like it was a non-factor at some points when they were trying to make it a factor. Um, the one thing I guess Zeke has going for him is the fact that he is a great pass protector, running back type of caliber um, that's helping Dak in the back end, making sure he stays protected. I give you that. But again, once, like Zach Demack pointed out once you're given the rock you got to make something happen and i haven't seen nothing flashy or you know the running back type of caliber that he was praised that rookie year since basically his second second season being in the game so it's like he's he's little little by little every year he's being one diminished i feel like it's not great it's not you know money worth spent on zeke the way I guess you would say Jerry Jones has put the money out there and expecting that he's going to do produce. It just doesn't show. It doesn't, it doesn't equate to me that it makes sense right now at the moment of what he's doing. So could this be a problem going forward for the Cowboys? I think so. You got to rely or at least have an assist on the running game. And right now I don't know if that's going to help out throughout the season. So that may be, the big question going forward throughout the season is how well the running can do going forward. But go ahead, that's your three. Let me, let me just add something. Let me just add my two cents here. So remember, man, Mike McCarthy was the Packers coach at one point. Right. Remember when he was the Packers coach, don't get me wrong, I mean, he had, he had Aaron Rodgers. Right. You know, he had Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers did his thing. But if you remember, though, they were more of a pass-happy team. True. So I feel that, unfortunately, like, when you have a bag like Zeke, who is that power-hungry, like, straight just up, your gut, up the gut, up the, yeah, I'm just going to pound you, that kind of back, 
and you have Pollard on the side who could do that little like screen pass and run kind of guy, the little finesse kind of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. McCarthy's going to prefer the finesse kind of guy. I agree. And just straight down. Right. But as you say, it's true. Zeke can block. But Boris Big Boy, he can block. Right. But I feel like, though, that the main reason why he's looked a lot worse like in the last two years is because McCarthy's not really going to use him. He's going to start using Pollard a lot more because Pollard can get that little, you know, 5, 10, 15 yard run off a screen, something that Zeke can't do. Right. He was pretty impressive yesterday. He was. Yeah, and I and think, and I think also yeah. too, what really helps is the whole. I guess the, the term is Deke and Dak. So the fact that if Dak can really, if let's say for instance Zeke goes in for a good block, then all of a sudden makes a pass type of uh, uh, route run, and he goes up the middle, and if Dak can get it to Zeke uh, right then and there, I think in my eyes Zeke can make make some production there going forward. But again, you're not using him as a running back; you're using him as a catcher, and at that point, a receiver. So he receives the catch, and then he just does what he can to see if he can run after the catch. Where going forward, that may be the number where we would have to look at to see is that helping the team. And in essence, like you just said with Mike McCarthy, very true on the aspect of him not using the running back very well. Like you can tell throughout the whole Packers seasons, that running game wasn't really a factor so much. You had a decent running back in Lacey and Jones and running up the gut and doing what they normally would do of, of a running back per se. But for the most part, that running back is in the back helping out the quarterback and blocking and make sure he doesn't get touched. So, again, all power to them, but you need some help. You need some assistance. You can't – Dak looked great. That's what they were like. You guys agree. Dak looked phenomenal for somebody who got a bad ankle injury, almost a career-ending type of injury last season. At that, his shoulder strain that came in right before training camp and that kind of kept him out of preseason, him not having a really great practice in-game setup, this boy looked just, if not better, than Tom Brady last night. I, I Like, there was really nothing that I, I think watching the game, I can't really say he did something bad at. It's very little. Like, he put the ball in the right places. He put it yeah. to where the receiver needed to make a catch. The, the interception that Dak received was more so on, you know, uh, what's it called? Lamb not, you know, putting the catch in, not, you know, pulling it in. He dropped the pass, which then bounced yeah. off, got, got the defender to get the interception. So that right yeah. there, in my eyes, I don't think that was Dak's fault. I think Dak put it right in the money. Yeah. Made a bad. Yeah. It was just a. Bad, it was just a defensive play. So really, you saw it. Like you could see when he needed to make a play, he needed to make a throw. Dak was making those throws. Receivers at the one point sometimes didn't catch the ball right off the bat. Again, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, not to cut you off, but to add on to it, but yeah, because I'm not mistaken, Tom Brady threw an interception too, and he, it was more of a defensive play. Yeah, too. Okay, right. Yeah. One of them was definitely on. Like it was a more defensive, better play. Like the first one. Kind of, but, right. Yeah, they didn't take it, but defensive right there that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the second one, that, like, again, the second one, I don't know if you really could count because he threw a Hail Mary. So, uh, yeah. majority of those passes are going to be intercepted. So, you know, it is what it is with that one. But, again, it's like at least you saw that the competition is there. The competitiveness is there. What they can do going forward in the season with the, against other teams, that's the big question. What can they do? How, can, how well are they going to be like? But I do see hope. I do see hope. I don't think it's gonna be the same. I don't think the the NFC East is gonna be the same division it was last year. I'll tell you that. I don't think it's gonna be as competitive. I feel like it's 
it's gonna run down to between my if I'm not mistaken, just my eyes. I think it could be down to the Giants and if not the Cowboys. I don't trust Danny Dimes. No. I don't trust. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't trust Danny Dimes, and I don't trust Saquon's um Saquon's Saquon's uh health. I get you. I hear Saquon you. Hurt much man. Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear. It was, it was this, 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 this just me. Two teams. If I were to bring it down, if you were to tell me SG three, I need you two teams right now for the NFC East. Number one, the Philadelphia Eagles, because the boy can play. Hurts can, can play. play. Yeah, I'm I actually wanting to see how he does. Well, he does. See, I like Young. Chase Young, their defensive end that they got, that dude looks like a beast. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That boy's a beast. I'll tell you something right now. Now the fact that you actually have a kind of a better quarterback than Adam Smith was, mm-hmm. because remember Adam Smith didn't come in last season until like almost the end of the season. True. To really save the Washington team, True. so they have a quarterback. Now you got a Fitzmagic in the back. There you go. And, yeah, it's gonna be a, that's gonna be a scary yeah. gameplay. Scary gameplay. So I see what you mean. That's good. That is very good, guys. Um, other than that, I think all in all, both games were awesome. Let's just put it this way: a Thursday night football. This was an A plus of a game. I, it had us on the edge of the seats. They played down to the wire. I think if all in all, if the Cowboys would have got those extra points at the beginning of the half, if I'm not mistaken, Cowboys would have been winning this game. You know, with with those extra points. If you would have caught those points, Cowboys would have won. But again, it is what it is. The Cowboys got the loss, but. It was a great game, to say none of the least. For Thursday Night Football, returning week one, A-plus, I think, in my I, eyes. I do have one thing to add on it, because of being such a good game, bro. Yeah. We have to give the boy, the starting the season already, TB12. I already got crazy on him. I do, because <laughs> the man, I was live tweeting. on the region right now tweets. I was live tweeting. Uh-huh. Fourth quarter, Brady. It should be a thing. It should be a two-minute warning, Brady. I'm telling you, do not let this man... <laughs> True. The ball in the fourth quarter with yes. more than two minutes left, bro. It has to be a thing. I was I was tweeting all last night, bro. Fourth quarter, Brady. He's not playing with these. Men, no, bro. not at all. You, you gave like, you gave bro, him a uh, minute. If I'm not mistaken, the they got the ball back. The Bucks got the ball back at a minute and forty six seconds left on the clock, and that boy took that ball down. He made the points. All he needs. Now keep in mind, he doesn't right to Gronk for like the first two plays. But, but, <laughs> but yeah. that's chemistry, though. Okay, yeah. that's chemistry. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, wait. let me point out the elephant in the room because I'm. We can talk about this later because it's kind of a deep conversation kind of topic. Okay. Was in your eyes, was that a push off that Godwin did oh. on the Dallas Cowboys? Ah, Good topic yeah. you brought yeah. up. Good topic. Love it. Um, in my eyes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, that's it. I'll be the first for the I believe that yes, the Buccaneers player, yes, he did push off of him. It would have it was yeah, yeah, he did. And to be bet to be fair too though, it it was everyone knew that it was a behind the shoulder throw. Yeah. So he did beat him to that punch, but he did also just give a little push up. You know what I'm saying? He pushed him forward. And and you can I would argue it just to say I would argue just to say like Jordan, you know, gave the dude a little love tap when he crossed him over. You know what I'm saying? It was just a little you know, <laughs> So listen, let me ask you though. Let me let me ask something to you. I'm gonna yeah. tell you something, and kind of where like I was. This is this is my thing though. I feel that sometimes the NFLs are fair and not fair. Here's oh. why. In the first quarter, for the Dallas Cowboys when they had the ball, mm-hmm. I think this is when they missed the field goal. I think if I'm not mistaken, this is the one where they missed it on this drive. 
um, back throw was kind of behind the shoulder because it was this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the um, the guy from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers doesn't turn around, and I think he kind of swats it away. He pushes the guy, and it goes defensive wise. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, you guys said that the back behind the shoulder was difficult to guard, right? But that guy mm-hmm. didn't, got the flag. Yeah. What's the right. difference now? True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very good point. Very uh, that's good point. the thing. I think. I think that's a big. That's the big question. That's the big debate between anybody that saw the play, and I think that's what what has everybody kind of brewing about is the fact that could have been called against uh, t- uh, Buccaneers. Could it? Yeah. Yes, it could have been called yeah. on the Buccaneers. It was an. It looked like a good shove. You know, a good shove. But I think more so the the plays that we've seen previous before where you literally saw the guy extend like as if he's giving them a stiff army, it you can see it. In this sense, it's very like is my issue is, is that the fact I think why they didn't call it so much is because both players were touching and smacking their own hands. They're messing with each other. So as soon as as soon as he did that little shove. You can clearly see the little bit of uh, the Cowboys guy kind of somewhat grabbing. So either, I guess you would say, either the, at that time you could have been like, okay, defensive interference for pulling or offensive for pushing. So I don't know. In my eyes, this is my opinion. I agree with you guys. I think it was a shove. I think you should have called it. I think with refs. You got to keep that same energy from you did in the first quarter all the way down to the fourth quarter. At the last minute and some odd seconds left, you keep that same energy as far as how to make those calls. You cannot pick and choose and you cannot say, uh, maybe not the right time. I should call this call. Bitch, call the call when it needs to be called. Okay? Don't make this an issue because all the refs on TV, the, the advisor refs, we're saying it should have been called as an interference, as a as a shove. It should have been called as a push. Chris Connorsworth, let me point that out. Chris Connorsworth was the only one that said, here's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, come on, man. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. I think that you're going to make this a big issue with everybody watching the game, and you're also going to make it a big issue with NFL players for arguing with the refs during the gameplay. So you got to yeah, yeah. keep that same energy. That's all. I agree with you guys. But yeah, um, all in all, that was a good game. Very good. We give it an A. Good job. Now, what I want to touch on, though, about the game, too, as well, that I think that's going to relate to going into NFL Sunday, NFL Monday night, is the play calling against the the rule of the taunting. We saw it, yes, last night, that they a lot of most of the players were getting flagged every two seconds for taunting. And for a little, you know, maybe a little whatever type of thing. Now, an NFL game, don't you guys believe that it should be allowed to taunt a little? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Go ahead, Extra 3. I, I, this, this, okay, don't get me wrong, man. There have been some celebrations I'm okay with. I remember when T.O., was, he was with the San Francisco 49ers from like the, from like the five yard line, and no one was around him. He'd kind of be like, like he was falling apart, you know, doing yes. the social shit thing. <laughs> I remember that. I remember Gronk, you know, catching, doing the little uh, doing the little Gronk catch, Gronk score, Gronk, Gronk, Gronk smash. Yes. I remember, uh, <laughs> who was another one? I mean, dude, there's just so many, like, just taunts that you see them, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, I mean, Tyree Kill with his little deuce. Like, dude, I'm done. You yes. can't catch me. I'm out. Right. But my thing is, though, that there have been 
sometimes cool man i agree with you you go way too much yes um example terrell owens eating the popcorn uh the guy grabbing his cell phone card <laughs> his mind after he scored a touchdown right like what the heck the other one uh, <laughs> I, mean, I understand we're Bears fans and i understand this but dude when you moon the fans yeah like, even pretend to move the fans like come on man Right. Like, there's certain things I like, do. I agree with you, dude. You get excited. Go ahead, man. Do your little roar. Pull your shirt. You know, pull your do your finger like, no, no, no. You know? Yeah, do whatever, man. Like, that's cool. Like, it gets done in the playground. Exactly. Like, exactly. But, like, now it's like, oh, you can't do it because you hurt their feelings. Bro, you're in football. Thank you. Bro, um, you're I, in football for a reason. I'm tackling you. I, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. yeah. If, I, if I make a play, like, dude. And now I'm worried that, let's put it, if you stop somebody at, at the two-yard line and, you know, you do, remember that one play, I'm, I'm going to bring y'all back to history. Remember that one play from the San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks where Rich Sherman jumps up in the end zone, blocks Crabtree, and then starts going like, no, yes. no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. No hard feelings. Well, Crabtree's kind of pissed off. Smacks Sam, flicks him off, and then walks away. Mm-hmm. That I think in this day and age it would have been flagged. Big time. For that one, would the, yes, nope, it would. Nope, nope. I'm like, dude, I'm my conduct. Yeah, and at that, twenty <laughs> yards head. Yep, instantly, instantly. <laughs> First down, automatic. Like dude, like yesterday, I feel that th- th- this is the funny part now. I feel like they're now flagging for taunting more than smacking in the helmet, more than like raising your face and like smacking yep. the guy. Yep. Because the guy, um, there was the guy, the, the center from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he got flagged for taunting. Yes. But yet, the guy from the Cowboys smacks him, and yet, even he was like, yo. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Um, there was one where the, uh, the Buccaneers went outside, then they got into an argument, and then the Buccaneers got right in front of the rest. Smack. I'm like, dude, no one's going to call this. At all. Like, this before was a flag. Mm-hmm. How is it you're not going to be like, ha, dude, like that? That's seriously, that's a flag. Right. Are you kidding me? Just because you point like, hey, buddy, I got you, like that. That's a flag. Come I agree. On, come on, man. <laughs> yes. I agree. That's that's going to be the big issue going forward for the NFL games. I think if it, we saw it already, you got the taste of it last last night game. I think going forward, it's going to really bug a lot of players and it's going to bug a lot of fans, and it's going to be an issue going forward. We're gonna play flag football for the NFL. Yeah, very soon. It's coming. Actually, hey, the way the way the rules are going, man. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if it just everybody get two flags. <laughs> no Agreed. Talking. Agreed. All right, guys. Moving on to the next thing. Now, expectations for NFL Sunday and Monday night. What is the game to watch? SG three. What game do you want us to watch, man? What do you think? Bears versus Rams, man. That is the game to watch. Love it. Do you think? Now that you got a top on that topic right there, do you think the Bears will play Justin Fields if the crowd boos Andy Dalton at all at any point? I don't think it's the crowd that you got to worry about. I think it's the coaching staff. Okay. Because I'll be honest with you, man. When I saw the kid, I, I went to the Bears preseason game, man. Yeah. And when I first saw the kid, he was nervous. Yeah. You did not face Aaron Donald when you were when you were shaking and shivering in your boots. Right. Bleats. Uh, <laughs> Like you, you didn't face Aaron Donald. Now you're going to have Aaron Donald coming at you. you got Rams on the other side blocking probably Allen Robinson. And then uh, whoever the other cornerback is, you're going to have him blocking uh, blocking probably what? Who, Mooney, probably? I think so, yeah. Maybe Perriman because the Bears signed him, I think. So at this point, it's like 
I don't know if I would throw Fields into the Wolves this fast. Right. I don't know if I'd do it, man. I don't, I, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I've always said. I always said let let the court, let the rookie watch the game three or four games into the first in the first week. Yes, win or lose, whatever have you, do it. Give it the best that you got, but let them watch. Let them let them get the taste of the feel how it is inside an, an actual NFL game on a Sunday, Monday night, all that type of stuff. Let them get the drive, the adrenaline. Season, man. You're not playing rookies now. Exactly. You're getting you're getting the starters. You're getting the full force of what an NFL defensive team could do against you. So get the taste of it. Get it out of your system, and then go forward. Yeah, no lie. That boy took a hit in the preseason. So going forward, you know he got some dog in him. But listen, man, this is why I'm gonna tell y'all to watch the game. You got Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. who. Personally, to me, is a much better quarterback than Jared Goff. Definitely. Sean McVay said, dude, from the get-go, this mother lover here, this is prime time, baby. This yeah. is not what yeah. I have before. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him to go to the Rams. I think that's a good come-up for uh, Stanford. I that's a good fit. I, I think he deserves a, a, a team like that to kind of finish his career. I think... He had a, uh, you know, he tried to play the loyalty role going forward, Detroit. But I think now it's like, all right, man, Detroit looks like they're revamping again while him as quarterback. So it's like now you get, he has to wait another, what, four or five years before they can feel like they're contending. And at that, it's like, no, nah, man, it's time for me to, let me go somewhere else. Let me show my, let me show my stuff. Yeah. Listen, this is the thing that's scary to me. Name me one time in his whole career where he's stacked as he is right now. No, yeah, I agree. Oh. I agree. I agree. Only when you had Megatron, because Megatron's like three different players. <laughs> <laughs> he stacked in the tight end position, stacked yeah. at both wide receivers. Right. That's the scary part, dude. He stacked at both wide receivers. And then on top of that, don't forget, the backup to Henderson was the guy from uh, was the guy from from, uh, from New England a year ago. Yeah. Tony Michelle, I think. True. Yeah, I think so, too. Gosh, that, man, that man's got weapons. Yeah. yeah, he does. He has good ga- I, playmakers. Got good playmakers. So, uh, so you think it's too early to? Oh, you think it's too early to call your prediction next week? No, no, no. We're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. We're not doing I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can commit to a victory this sun this Sunday night. I don't know if I can. I I won't commit to victory. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't. I no. I know they're not going to win this Sunday. No. Oh. Okay. Rams, I think the Bears are going to win. Gotcha. Zach the Mac, what's the game to watch on your end, my friend? Okay. Well, obviously that game too. But uh, I'm more excited too. Also, I want to see the Steelers and the Bills. <clears throat> Steelers and the Bills. Look out for that. Okay. Big Ben. I want to see my. I want to see my boy Big Ben. I mean, he played pretty good preseason. I mean, it's been he. He impresses me for playing preseason at his time in career, okay. so that's dope. Um, and if he's gonna go as hard, I'm sure the season's gonna be pretty good. I just want to see how they open up because Steelers usually open up either strong, so it's more so how they finish. But if they still can open up as strong as they used to, but the biggest bust eleven and zero. I can tell you that the biggest bust at eleven and zero. I know, man. It's sad, bro. <laughs> and the Bills being and the Bills being like you Bills. know pretty pretty <laughs> just, being. <laughs> Being pretty good, this you know they're they're yeah, I gotta give them the respect, and it sucks that they're freaking yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, hey, but 
not starting. So I put it that way. I like I like their starting quarterback. So Allen is pretty fucking. He's he's good. So that's a pretty cool matchup. I'm excited for that. You okay. Know? I'll see that. That that, that, that I think what, keep an eye on that. What's passed up on him because they wanted Mitch Trubisky. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right, guys. Well, other NFL games, you got you here first. We got SG3 looking out for the Chicago Bears against uh, LA Rams, of course. Then you got Zach DeMac going for Steelers to watch out at the Bills. So, you guys take a look at those two games for sure. Other games on the board Sunday what afternoon. Huh? What about you, Tony the Kid? What game do you want to look out for? Now? What game? Hold on. What, what game? I want to see the Ravens and Raiders. Sunday, Monday night, Monday night football. You guys gotta watch Monday night football. You gotta see these two teams where they at. I think you're gonna have another like a Thursday night quarterback type of game. Either Lamar Jackson's gonna go hard or Derek Carr's gonna throw some bombs. Guys, I just got one question though. I know we're going way too long with the segment, but I just gotta ask one last question. Huh. When do you think that Ravens activate Le'Veon Bell because of Gus Edwards? Uh, actually, I think he'll play this game. Nah, dude. I don't think he plays this game. No? No, I don't think he'll either. What? He plays like, yeah, at, the, at the latest, he plays game three. Okay. If you, hey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. What? You know what? Look, I'll tell you. They did the same thing with Des Bryant. They waited around three, four games. Let him go. That's true. That is true, though. But remember, remember what I said, though. When they were going to put Des Bryant on there. No, no, that's what, that was with Antonio Brown. Never mind. You're right. I leave it alone. I, I got it mixed up. They're both drama queens. Um. So otherwise, look out for uh, Seahawks at the Colts, Jaguars at the Texans, Eagles at Falcons, Chargers at Washington, and of course Steelers at Bills. Then you got another afternoon game. You got Niners at the Lions, Vikings at the Bengals, Jets at the Panthers, Cardinals at the Titans, and later on in the afternoon at three, starting around three or so, you got the Browns at the Chiefs, Dolphins at yes. the Patriots. I think Dolphins and the Patriots are going to be a good week one. So that'll be, no, be good. No, I say the Chiefs and the Browns. Well, Chiefs ooh. and Browns. Okay. Oh, that'll be pretty good. Keep an eye on that. Okay. Listen, if the if, if Javian Clowney can stay healthy and he goes back to what he was in Texan time, mm-hmm. you know who's playing for the Browns. You know who's going to start as a wide receiver, right? ODB. I'm worried about. He is, though. He's coming back. I'm worried about Miles Garrett. Mm hmm. Clowning. Very good. All right, going Baker, along. Hey, Baker Mayfield's playing at all-time high too. So let's hope we we'll see what he has. Broncos at the Giants, uh, Packers at the Saints. Of course, you got the Bears at the Rams for Sunday Night Football, and then of course my team, Ravens and Raiders, uh, Monday Night Football. Let's see what's up on the board for there, you guys. Okay, moving along. We got next on the board SG three. You got to share your soccer news. What's up in soccer, my big man? I- Guys, this has been the craziest thing. This is the craziest World Cup qualifying I've ever seen. Firstly, though, let's just bring out the biggest news of them all. My boy, Ronaldo, is back home. I called this a year ago. I told everybody. I told everybody. He's coming home. I said this a year ago. Everyone thought I was crazy. Everyone said, dude, you're out of your mind. I said, no. Next year, Ronaldo comes home to Manchester United. He decided for two years, 15 million uh, euros, along with some add-ons here and there. We're going to sprinkle some little fairy dust around there. So believe me, he starts this Saturday. USA is going to show up. Peacock's going to show up. Man, turn up. Let's go crazy. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, let's go back to the World Cup qualifying. I told you, man. I go back and forth all the time. Uh, we got right now USA in third place, Canada in second, Mexico in first with seven points, five yeah. points and five points. Uh, you got Argentina versus Brazil. 
that game, everyone's talking about it because it was four minutes into the game, and then you had some health officials come up and say, hey, guys, we kind of got to stop because all the players that are coming from England and from Europe have to quarantine for 14 days, and they didn't quarantine enough. Ooh. And so they stopped the game. So it's like, dude, what the heck? Okay. Collusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows if there's going to be like like a rematch or whatever's going on. We'll see what happens. Um, currently, Brazil's in first place in, in, in Conmebol. Second place, Argentina. Love my boys. Vamos, vamos Argentina. Um, in Europe, it's all, it's all just a whole drama show, man. I can't even keep up with them over there. Just know that they're expected or expected. <laughs> That's all I say. Anything else? Messi just played his first game with PSG. Um, that was the most watched soccer game that weekend. Wow. It wasn't even their own country that they watched. That's, That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, man, how are you not going to support your own country? You guys have Real Madrid, y'all have Barcelona, but they chose Messi. And trust me, I get it. Um, he didn't even go to the city. He wasn't even in until a substitute. So, <laughs> yeah. who knows? <laughs> That's really all I got right now, man, in regards to soccer. Uh, just know that tomorrow I'm going to be tuning in to watch my boy Cristiano Ronaldo play, wear that red wear that red jersey one more time where he was made. He's come back home. Welcome home, man. Welcome home. Very good. Go ahead, take it away. All righty. So, moving on. Next topic, guys. Zach the Mac with the NBA news, my big band. Anything brand new? Any new trades came up or stuff to expect? What's up? Lakers suck. I mean, uh, did we? What, we haven't touched about anything really in NBA in a while. Trading wise, I mean, you guys already know the super team is in full effect. So, with the Lakers, I mean, if we're gonna go there, SG3 wanted to bring it up first, so yeah, we'll go there. True, but I mean, yeah, they, 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 they haven't. I guess that they actually released what Paul Gasol, they took him off the team, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, Marcus, I'm sorry, Marcus. They took him off. It was going to be the brothers, but they, yeah, they, 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 they split him up. So, what's up with that? Yeah, I'm not too sure why. I, I actually didn't read into it because, I mean, just think of it like this. You know, we're doing you guys a favor. You know, we don't want to have everybody. We need some competition. You know, that's how I look at it. No, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm what sure about, there's a backlash for though. What's the next and what? What's going to be issues there? Talk to <laughs> I, don't, I mean, Anthony Davis is going to take care of the center, bro. He's not worried about that situation. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he's not worried about that. <laughs> that he was, probably, he was probably his call. Fragile body, Anthony Davis. All right. <laughs> now, <laughs> right. question. Would, um... the, Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets are building a pretty good team. I actually want to bring up uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. You guys remember a couple of years ago. I mean, it was last year. Uh, he took he took a, a step back from playing in the NBA because of health issues. Correct. Um, nothing even COVID related. It was just like heart attack. I believe it was a heart heart problems, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, heart murmur. Uh, he recently got the okay to play again, and uh, the Brooklyn Nets are looking to sign him, Lamarcus Aldridge. Very good. So that's a super team amongst itself. If you think about it, they got Lamarcus Aldridge. They got Blake Griffin. They got KD Irving. I mean, so basically, an all-star team. Yeah, they're stacking themselves up too, so you can't even be mad at that. Yeah. Um, I, I like to look at that, and then I was keeping my eye on. Uh, I believe it was the Dallas Mavericks. Were it was a couple players. We were talking about this in the group chat. Um, that they had Isaiah Thomas, and I forgot who else was there. But somebody that's in, I think, a, uh, was it was it Crawford? Uh, Crawford, I think it was. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. Uh, they, yeah, Jamal Crawford. I think they had them in their training camp. So, I mean, with the Dallas Mavericks. That yeah. would be 
I'd be interested to see freaking Isaiah Thomas play in the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, he's been he's been a pretty cool player to me, and I don't know if you guys follow him that much, but he recently scored 81 points huh. in this off like you know like a charity event that he had. I mean, they were official, there were real players, but I mean, real players involved in it. The man just dropped 81 points out of nowhere. I mean, it's not NBA regulated or anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. Definitely, still, he's still hooping at full effect. Right. He's still got it. Which is good. Yeah, that's definitely cool. Um, Other than NBA news, I mean, the season's coming, guys. <laughs> that's all we can look forward to. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right, move along. Okay, guys, take a look at NBA stuff. We'll have more. We'll have more news with soccer and NBA news next week when we talk about more sports stuff. Otherwise, we're moving on to the next and final topic of the show. Now, Saturday night, Thriller Fight Club Legends number two. This Saturday, of course, nine p.m. Starting everybody, the fight, the fight of all fights. Now. A big expectation between Holyfield. He was recently put in this fight due to De La Hoya being removed for a positive testing of COVID-19. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. So, steps, yeah. De La Hoya steps away. Holyfield steps in to fight Belfort. Now, with that being said, this is well, before we get into the conversation of who is going to win, how they're going to win, and when they're going to win... Uh, like we normally do, we do. My question is, or my concern would be having this fight of Holyfield and Belfort. If Holyfield is to win, okay, if he is to win, could this possibly mean that we could be seeing a Tyson versus Holyfield three advertised for Thriller Fight Club Legends number three? I don't know. I think I, for my personal self, is. I'm excited to see so. I know they were trying to have this conversation after the after the first fight for Tyson when he returned against Jones Jr. He looked good. And then with the whole training camp of Holyfield and how it's been with him the last, what, two years or a year, I think he's excited. I think he's ready to get in the ring to show what he's still got that's left in the tank. And it's going to be interesting to say the least in my, my eyes. So, Zach DeMack, I'm going to ask you first. Who, how, and when do you think either fighter is going to win? Uh, so who? Let's go um, who. Who do you think is going to win? Who's going to win? Yes. Who do you think will win between Belfort and Holyfield? Holyfield. Very good. Wow. How? How do you think he's going to win? Decision, <laughs> knockout, to KO. Um, man, obviously they're going to go to the, the nitty-gritty. I, I don't Okay. I, I mean... I, I give him the full rounds. I hate to say it, but I give him the full rounds. But I definitely think he's gonna that, that the how is he's he's, he's gonna win. He's gonna he's gonna outbeat him, bro. He's gonna out. I, I I'll even dare to say he's gonna out power punch him. I'll get down to the T. Okay. I think so. I think he's gonna come out there. He's gonna throw a couple of haymakers, and he's gonna you, you're gonna feel it. We'll feel him from from the TV screen. I'll tell Very you good. That. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. I got that feeling. Gotcha. And when? Now, do you think it's going to end at, at after eight rounds? It's an eight-round, two-minute fight like it was with Tyson and uh, Jones Jr. So, do you think it's going to go the whole eight rounds? Or do you think Belfort would be done before then? Yeah, I think it's going to go all eight rounds, though. Okay. Belfort, he's not, he ain't, you know, he ain't no punk either. True. I'm, I'm going to give him that. Cause he, he's coming back, too, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I said it's going to go eight rounds, but like I said, your, your boy is going to, he's going to outpower punch him. 
you, they're gonna show them stats and and you know you know okay. it's the big champ it's the big champ I hear you I hear you SG three who will win man first before before I give you my my opinion dude I first want to say to Vitor Belfort if you took this. You are the gutsiest son of a gun I've ever heard. Get into a boxing <laughs> dude. This man's fighting somebody who's like, what, four, anywhere between 40 to 60 pounds heavier than him. And on top of that, like, what, a whole foot higher than him? Yeah. Yeah, I think you got a foot on him. Man, respects you. I don't care if you get knocked out in the first round. No, shut up. The fact that you're willing to get in the ring with Evander Holyfield, respects. I'm done. Very true. I, I, I don't care how bad you look. I don't care if you look like you went to school. I don't care the fact that they're gonna like, like make fun of him. I don't care the fact that they're gonna sit here and say, "Man, Evander only looked good because he fought, because he he fought, you know, a guy that's like two to six different weight classes, you know, lower than him." But at this point, man, the Ooh. fact that Vitor Belfort said, "Dude, I don't care how big you are. Let's just fight." And again, if that was him, kudos, respect. I take my cap off to do you. Yeah. Very true. I, I respect you like no tomorrow, sir. You deserve every single sir in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'll knight you right now. You are not sir. Be tall. <laughs> are you done? <laughs> Alrighty. Um, now go back to the question in hand. I think that Holyfield's gonna win. Okay. Um, How? Honestly, dude, I don't see. I don't see Vitor winning this okay. fight. I think they're going to go a decision because I don't think Holyfield has, has like, the heart to knock out a guy that's almost like a slower than him. Gotcha. He's going to pity the man. Right. So that goes the how and when. Got it. Okay. That's good. But, I, I mean. Like he's going to pity the man. I mean, I'm just – I answered every single question for you, man. I think very true. Go decision. Okay. And you're going to see Vitor just really destroyed. Yeah. But he's – you're going to see Vander be like, dude, I, I got in to show y'all I can still do it. Yeah. I'm just here to call on Mike. That's true. That's another thing. So I think, uh, so I guess we're on the same page on the whole fact that this could, if obviously if Holyfield does take this win, this could possibly lead to, you know, Tyson versus Holyfield. I'm guessing we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. Very good. Cool. I'm excited to see that for sure. It, it all right. could, because I feel, that, I feel that Holyfield's going to call him out to the point where he's going to Oh, yeah. But now, hold on, wait. Now let me ask you, though. Um, I have not looked this up. Let me ask you, is this still going to go on, on Dolph first record? Oh uh, yes. Oh, that's another thing that has not been confirmed. I think Belfort still has that decision, which I'm assuming we're going to be hearing out later in the afternoon before the actual official fight starts. Is Belfort has that, I guess, you know, namesake to say will this account against him? So that's still not confirmed. I checked on that a little bit earlier before we started the show, and I think that's one thing I wanted to know, and that still hasn't been confirmed yet. He still has that open decision to go until tomorrow before the fight. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm guessing either way. I mean, even if it does, would it matter on his disrespect? I don't think so. I think he stepped in pretty good. He's, he accepted a fight to still go against Holyfield and not say, nah, never mind. Let me reschedule. He wanted to fight regardless at the end of the day. So I think he'll take that. He'll take that either win or loss, whatever it is. So they go accept it. Well, that's good. Uh, now the co-main event. Should we talk about the co-main event? That's right, the co-main event. SG three, I know you're excited about this because this your man, Silva, Anderson Silva's back in the boxing ring, of course. But he's not facing a boxer or a fake boxer like Chavez Jr. He's facing Ortiz, Tito Ortiz from the UFC. 
So we got two UFC fighters in the boxing ring in the boxing match. Same round, eight rounds, two minutes apiece. Do you think, or at that, SG3, I'm going to start with you. Who, how, and when? Let me know. That's true. Yeah, he was overweight. Yeah, he's overweight. Silva was like, dude, you, out of respect. I thought this was going to be out of respect, dude. So, like, Silva was kind of throwing some word jabs at him. Like, dude, like, I wasn't expecting you, the legend, you, the one of the pioneers of MMA, to do this. Like, that's kind of basically what Silva said when mm -hmm. he said the word respect. I'm like, dude, ouch. Um, you know what, though, man? Silva's my boy. I think Silva's going to win. Um, however, though, I don't think he's going to knock him out. But I think it's going to go. Also, I think this was going to go the distance, too. Okay. Well, this is too. Very good. What about you, Zach the Mac? Who do you think will win? How do you think they'll win? And when do you think they'll win? Um, gosh. That's a tough one, bro. I was hoping you'd call me. Looking at now. This guy. Come on, man. You don't got to pick on you, man. Come on, man. Give me a good answer. I'm going to go with Silver, too, bro. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, I think I'll agree with you guys on this one. As far as my intake on who, how, and when, I think for sure, like you guys said, I agree with all with both of you guys. Anderson will win. I think Silva, no lie, though, on how he's going to win, I think he's going to knock Ortiz out. I think he will, too, as well. Not necessarily like an out cold type of knockout, but... The way Anderson boxed the last round with Chavez, I think he's going to have a little bit more confidence and a little bit more aggressive going forward with the fact that Ortiz did not make weight. So he's going to want to be like, you know what, because you disrespected the whole this whole thing, I'm going to push it against you. So he's going to make the push, you know, give it, you know, be smart about it. Of course, he's not going to be like just throwing his weight around and stuff like that. He's still going to be smart, play the game, give him the good distance, which I think, Anderson Silva definitely has against Ortiz. And at that, mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, he's more set for a boxing type of standard with Silva. So I think Silva has the upper hand on this one. And I think when that'll happen, I think it'll be uh, maybe late sixth, if I'm not mistaken, seventh round for sure. He's going to give it to him. So he's going he's gonna to pull the trigger on those two rounds. So I love it. I love it, guys. Well, that concludes our show, of course. Um, I think on our next episode, we're definitely going to discuss UFC 266. Not this episode, you guys, so hang on tight. 
We're going to talk about that coming up because that is September 25th, and we will be discussing that before it hits. So, UFC 26 is on the board, as well as all the NFL matches that we've missed, as well as more soccer news and NBA news going forward, if there has been for SG3 and Zach the Mac. Otherwise, I'm going to leave the floor to you, uh, SG3, to say your final thoughts. Say what's up, or say your buys. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I've missed y'all very much. We're going to be definitely doing this more and more consecutively than what we have been. I love y'all. Zachary Macri, Tony the Kid, man. It's good to come back home. Good yes. to come back up at this recording. Uh, Lakers still suck. Totally. Uh, hey, by the way, Tony the Kid, man, let me ask you a question. If you're down for this, I'm, I'm kind of down for it. You want a rematch? A what? Want to go for another bet? Go another bet? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, let's, let's, watch, let's watch NFL. Let's watch NFL first. Let's get this for Sunday in niche. And then we'll go from there, man. I'll be, they'll be putting bets on me again and have me wearing a stupid Mahomes jersey again. All right. Hey, if it gets me a Mahomes jersey, I'll make that damn bet. Nah, nah. I think we're good. I think we're all right. I think we're all right. Nah, nah, nah. We're good. Hey, bro, you know what? Actually, on Sunday, I'm going to wear my Mahomes jersey. Then I'm going to wear my, my Fields jersey, bro. Oh, hey. there you go. <laughs> you this, this guy. <laughs> this guy. All right. That's true. All right, guys. Love the episode. You guys take care of yourself. Be safe as well as you at Reject fans. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you follow us up on Instagram, Facebook, RejectRundown.com, as well as on Spotify and YouTube. Guys, please check us out. Make you make sure you share your likes, share your shares, and all that good stuff. Join the join the chit chat. We love we love the conversation. I know me and Zach the Mac were widened back as far as on our Instagram and Twitter account. We are commenting backwards with you guys. So. Just please continue with the support. We love it. We're going up on our views. We're going up. We're just going up regardless at the end of the day. So thank you guys for, you know, you know, being with us and sharing the love. And uh, we're going to keep this rolling out. So you guys be safe, be good, and y'all take it easy.